It shouldn't surprise us. The press hasn't has, has first they they promoted the lie, the idea that President Trump colluded with Russia. We had the three years of the Mueller investigation, all the millions of dollars spent, the 19 lawyers, 40 agents said there was no collusion. So they covered all that. They they pushed that narrative, and now when the truth is coming out, the truth that we all said for for years was was accurate. Uh, they're not gonna they're not gonna cover. I actually don't have a whole lot to say about the Durham report. There's a lot of reasons for that, but the main one is that when I first heard that the Durham report was coming out, I was a little excited. I went and Googled it because I wanted to read it, and I got lost down the rabbit hole of history. The original Durham report issued in 1839. Report of the Affairs of British North America, presented to Her Majesty by the Earl of Durham. Dealt with some of the stuff that was going on in, back at that time with the revolt of 1837 and so forth and so on. It was a, it's an interesting report. And oddly enough, it still has uh, applicability today in, in many ways, which is really strange if you think about it. But as for the Durham report that we're talking about now, I just don't... I don't think it's all that impactful. I really don't. I, I know a lot of you are, you know, excited about it. I know a lot of people are C, 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 but reality of it is, and I don't see any evidence to say just otherwise. No one is going to be charged. No one is going to be prosecuted. No one is going to be punished. No one is going to be held accountable in any way. So what? Congressman Jim Jordan, who you had heard there at the top of the show, put out a tweet the other day. If they can spy on a sitting U.S. president, they can spy on anyone. Well, that's quite a mouthful there, Congressman. It's true. I mean, I'm not arguing with him. I'm not telling him he's wrong. I'm not saying that Jim Jordan's wrong. If they can spy on a United States president, they can spy on anyone. You could put that the other way around. If they can spy on anyone, they can spy on the United States president. This is normal. This is expected in so many ways. But what Jim Jordan forgets is that, well, he's part of the problem. You see, as Spike Cohen pointed out a few moments later, the reason that the, they were able to do this was because of the Patriot Act, which Mr. Jordan voted to extend back in 2008. And then he voted to extend it again in 2020. When we already knew about some of the allegations being made of spying on presidents. His, his final sentence there says, when it was time for you to take away government's power to spy on all of us, you voted instead to keep that power. And that's truth. In other words, it's all great and dandy that Republicans are screaming now about, oh, they spied on Trump. This is blah, 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 blah. But again, they let it happen. I, look, it's not just Republicans. It's Democrats, too. Remember this guy? Then-Senator Barack Obama? Oh, what a time that was in our country. How many of you remember the speech he gave at the 2004 convention, Democrat National Convention? That was impressive, wasn't it? It's was amazing. Fantastic. Shortly after that, he became United States Senator. And the 
Patriot Act came up for renewal during his term in the Senate. And he had this to say about it. This legislation puts our own Justice Department above the law. When national security letters are issued, they allow federal agents to conduct any search on any American, no matter how extensive or wide-ranging, without ever going before a judge to prove that search is necessary. All they need is a simple sign-off from a local FBI official. That's all. This legislation is wrong. Senator Obama, 12-15-05. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Of course, the problem with that is that, as you know by now, once Senator Obama became President Obama, then we went into this veritable orgy of spying on Americans. PRISM programs, so forth and so on, all in the name of safety and security. We have to keep ourselves safe. To the point where even the New York Post, 2015, 2018, sorry, Obama's spying scandal is starting to look a lot like Watergate. We're getting to the point now where, hey, this stuff is out of control. It's These people are nuts. These people are pulling stuff that is Watergate-level crime, and yet there doesn't seem to be any major league concern about it, does there? Republicans and Democrats both used this legislation to their own advantages. They both depend on our insecurity, our fear of the bad guys. And they have fed that fear to the point where they passed legislation that allowed them to do these things. And we didn't object, or those of us who did object were, were told that we were being unpatriotic. We didn't care about the safety and security of the American people. Those of us that questioned whether or not we needed two weeks to flatten the curve were told that we don't, don't you, don't you want to save one life? Only to learn two years later that we can save anybody. Still haven't, and we never will. We didn't need a Patriot Act to fight terrorism. But we were told that if we, if we didn't allow this, somehow or another, we were being part of the problem. We were, we were being on the side of the terrorists. And so both parties, Democrat and Republican, Obama and Jim Jordan, both allowed this to happen. President Obama for all his high-sounding high words as a senator when he stood against the Patriot Act, made it very clear as president that, <laughs> nope, we're going to be fine with this. We're going to be absolutely cool with spying on Americans. And in fact, there's a great article, I should have looked it up before this, but I have it bookmarked somewhere, about Obama's first night as president and how that first night changed everything because all of a sudden he was the president of the United States. And now, you know, when he was president-elect, when he was president candidate, you get briefings. But when you're the president, you get the real briefing, you get the real information, you get the real secret service, you know, tailing you everywhere. And apparently there were quote unquote, credible threats, credible information the night of his inaugural ball that cut some of that stuff short. And there's a great article that describes him sitting in the limo, realizing that, you know, my position has changed. There is a, an absolutely fantastic episode of Yes Minister, which is a program that if you've never watched, I highly recommend it. 
Yes, Minister. Yes, Prime Minister. It's a BBC production from the 1980s. It was said to be Margaret Thatcher's favorite TV show. And it's a satire of how government works. And, and in one of those episodes, the minister, Jim Hacker, who's the minister for the minister for the Department of Administrative Affairs, which is a it's a fictional department, but it's a bureaucracy. And he is all about no spying, no spying, much like Obama is spying on citizens is wrong. Spying on citizens information, you know, un, unauthorized access to citizens information is terrible. Until he finds out that he personally named on a terrorist death list. Then all of a sudden, he's all in favor of spying on people and spying on whatever. Much like that, it's like Obama went through that same thing. All of a sudden, when you're the target, when you're the number one guy, then it changes your mind. This report, this Jordan report, sorry, Durham report, not Jordan report, he didn't have anything to do with it is polarizing, and it is predictable. If you're on the right, you're like Stuart Varney ripping the Democrat political espionage. You're, you're really upset. My compatriot in this business, Dan Bongino, if you listen to his show, I mean, he's all over this. And if you're on the left, right-wing media said it was exposing a scandal. What it really revealed is how bad information spreads in the MAGA world. That's one of those sentences I don't like because of the word bad. Is it how badly information spreads or is it how bad information, bum dope, spreads in the MAGA world? I don't know. Could be either way. But the bottom line is, it depends on which, it doesn't matter what's actually in the report. It doesn't matter that both sides have approved and misused the Patriot Act to spy on American citizens. It doesn't, none of that matters. If you're on the political right, you believe that the Durham report proves that Hillary Clinton is Satan and that all Democrats are demons. And if you're on the political left, you believe that the Durham report is a complete and total nonsense. It's, it's pure mythology and there's nothing of any value in it whatsoever. In fact, you can throw the whole thing out because it's complete and total utter lies. In other words, the Durham report says more about what you believe about the Durham report, says more about you than it does about what's actually in the Durham report. Because, and I'm just going to say this, I'm not going to like it, but I'm going to say it, pretty much nobody's actually read it. Because it's in government ease, it's boring, it's nonsensical, it's, everybody hates it. The bottom line is, what you believe about it says more about you than it does the actual report. And why, why do I say that? I'm, I'm going to leave you with one question. One question. I'm going to tell you what your answer means. Okay. So you don't even really have to answer the question. But intellectually, you know, and if you're honest with yourself, you'll answer the question. And it's simply this. Would you vote to reelect any congressperson or senator? Anyone? that voted to renew the Patriot Act? If the answer to that question is yes, then you don't really care about what's in the Durham report. You care about making sure that your side has the power to spy on Americans when you think it's a good idea. 